People aren't listening to your radio station because they think they're going to win a contest. They're listening to your radio station because of the content you put on the air. Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. So much of what radio stations need to be doing now is focusing on the basics. And one of the most important things they can do is build a database, specifically an email database. Uh, Email has been tried and true and it's been around a long time, but it is a workhorse of any marketing strategy. Brandwith On Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the media morphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Seth Ressler is a 20-year broadcasting veteran who's worked on the mic and behind the programming desk in markets ranging from Providence, St. Louis, Seattle, to Boston, even New York City. He did radio in Silicon Valley before crossing into online marketing. And now, as the digital dot connector for Jacobs Media, Seth works with radio stations across the U.S., helping them design and implement action plans that combine websites, social media, email marketing, SEO, content marketing, lead generation, and all kinds of other online tools. Brand with On Demand is proud to welcome our first guest of 2021, Seth Ressler. Hey, Seth. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, we are so glad to have you. So, Seth, when you're brought in and you take a look at a radio brand today for the very first time, what are some of the things you look at to see kind of how they're doing and maybe if they have their act together or not? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing that I ask is, what's your digital goal? What are you trying to do? I'll often ask this when we look at websites. We'll say, look, when listeners come to your radio station's website, what do you want them to do? And quite often people don't know the answer to that. They, you know, I'll get really vague answers like, uh, I don't know, engage or read or click around. And what I'm really looking for are really specific actions. You know, we want people to stream the station. We want people to give us their email address or enter a contest or click on a button that says advertise and request information about how they can advertise on the station. You know, actions that are specific, that you can quantify, and that will generate revenue for the radio station. And so the first thing that we'll ask is, what are you trying to do? And then I'll take a look at how well the strategy overall steers people towards those actions. Does it steer people towards streaming the station, you know, by elevating that and making it a big red button right there in the top right corner or in the middle of the homepage? Or does it just sort of dilute it by making it equal to a thousand other things that are also on the homepage? And so there isn't any clear action that it's asking people to take. Seth, one thing that some stations get that others don't seem to is the power of building a database, a list, a listener club, whatever you want to call it. And it starts with creating interest, I guess. What are some of the basics you found successful in building and growing a list? Yeah, this has especially become true because of the pandemic. And I think uh, so much of what radio stations need to be doing now is focusing on the basics. And one of the most important uh, things they can do is build a database specifically an email database, it's really powerful. And if all of a sudden you find that your listeners are not in their car as much as they used to be there, maybe they're not driving to work every day like they used to be because they're working from home, you need to be able to reach them. And email is the best way to do this. Uh, You know, people are really excited about, uh, you know, social media or TikTok or podcasts or whatever it is. And I know that those things are sexier. Uh, Email has been tried and true and it's been around a long time. So, you know, maybe it doesn't generate the same amount of interest because it's not the cool, shiny new thing. 
but it is a workhorse of any marketing strategy. And so I think it's really important for radio stations to build up that database. You know, I think one of the most important things you can do is just send people stuff that they want. Uh, And what that means really is content. In radio, we really lean on contesting a lot, and we have done it for a long time. I used to do it when I was a program director. I know everybody calls them brand managers nowadays, but uh, when I was a program director, you know, we did a major contest every single week, 52 weeks a year, and all of them uh, were based around concerts and things like that. And I think a lot of radio stations today still are using contests to drive everything that they do. But people aren't listening to your radio station because they think they're going to win a contest. They're listening to your radio station because of the content you put on the air. They like the music that you play. They like the morning show. They like the disc jockeys, things like that. It's the content that keeps people coming back over and over again. And so that's what I think the email strategy should be based around. And really, it's about sending people the right content, the content that they want. If there's somebody who's listening to your radio station because they love the morning show, send them recaps of the morning show every single day with recordings of whatever they might have missed or you know, maybe a podcast that highlights the best bits or videos of what happened in the studio, things like that. If there's somebody who's listening to your radio station because they're really into the local music show, then that's what you want to send them. You want to send them a playlist of the local music. And, you know, when we get back to a point where concerts are going on, uh, local bands that are playing around town, you know, maybe there are other people who concerts are what they're interested in or they're interested in your Sunday acoustic show. Send them that stuff. But don't send everybody the same thing. Uh, You really want to figure out which listeners are most interested in what and tailor the emails to them. Uh, Too many radio stations are sending out one single email blast every week that just is like the kitchen sink. It's just got everything in it and it becomes a laundry list. I think really tailoring that content uh, because you know what your listeners want and giving it to them is the key. Yeah, it's not a one-size-fits-all thing for sure. So one of the things that you do as Digital Dot Connector is to help radio stations run more effective web meetings to get all those kind of decisions made and then get the stuff done. So question right now, especially as we're hopefully coming out of the pandemic thing, who should be included in the web meetings? How often should you have them? And then what stuff should they be covered? Yeah, you know, I almost hate to call it a a weekly web meeting because I think people hear meeting and their eyes gloss over and they think, oh, I've got enough of those. I don't need another meeting that I need to have. But here's the point. Again, when I was a program director, I used to have a programming meeting every week where I would sit down with the key players on my staff, you know, my music director, my promotions director, maybe my morning show host or my afternoon host. And we would set out to answer the question, what are we putting on the air this week to engage our audience? We would sit there and figure it out. Are we going to do this contest or these events are coming through town or this is the pop culture topic that we need to be talking about? But we would really put some thought and some discussion into the content that was going on the air. And radio stations these days need to be doing the same thing online. You know, they need to answer that question. What are we putting online this week to engage with our audience? It's just like having a programming meeting. And it's probably a very similar group of people that need to be in the room. You know, obviously, whoever's heading up your digital staff, but probably also your music director or your promotions director or your morning show hosts or or whoever. And you need to sit down and carve out time on a regular basis, I think once a week, to have that discussion. Now, whether that needs to be a separate meeting or whether you just bolt it on to a programming meeting that you're already having, either way, the point is, 
you don't want these digital conversations to be relegated to the hallway or if we're not even in hallways at the moment anymore right. to an email thread <laughs> or just slipping through the cracks. Right. Engaging people online is really, really important. It's a really important channel. And so you need to carve time out to have that discussion. And I think that discussion, I think of that discussion much like I used to have a, a music meeting. You know, you walk into your music meeting and I used to walk in with a stack of information an inch thick, you know, everything from call out scores to lists of requests. You know, people have Shazam da data now, airplay charts, sales charts, all that stuff. And we would spend the first half of the meeting looking at our song rotations and saying, look, this song is working. We should move it up to heavy rotation. You know, this song isn't working. We're going to drop it from the playlist. Well, it's the same thing with your online content, except you're bringing in a different set of data. In this case, instead of airplay charts, it's Google Analytics, it's mm -hmm. email metrics, it's social media metrics, it's, it's stuff like that. And you're doing the same thing. You're looking for what is working, what's not working. What are your hits? You know, if every time you play a Kendrick Lamar song, it's a hit, you look for more Kendrick Lamar songs. Well, if every time you write a blog post about craft beer, it's a hit, you write more blog posts about craft beer. It's the same principle. So the first half of the meeting is really looking at what you did last week, looking at the data that you have available to you and trying to figure out what worked. And the second half of the meeting is going, okay, what are we going to do this week? And just like in the music meeting, it's, oh, maybe we should add this record to rotation or this record to rotation. All right, this is happening. Who's going to blog about this? This is happening. Okay, we've got a podcast episode we've got to put out. What, what is it going to be about? This kind of thing. People already know these principles by working in radio. It's just a different set of tools. You're just doing it online instead of on the air. Yeah, Seth, it seems that online might be one of the most effective ways to stay engaged and stay safe these days. What's one thing that you would advise radio people to be thinking about in 2021? One thing to think about. I, I think radio stations are going to need to broaden their revenue streams. They're going to need to find new ways to make revenue. And in the radio companies that I think have weathered this the best, and it's been tough for everybody, but have weathered the pandemic the best, have uh, already had that in place prior to the pandemic happening. And so they've been able to lean into that. But I think that's going to rely on the programming staff a lot. Uh, you know, it's not just the burden of the sales staff to go out and sell commercials anymore. It's really going to require programming and sales to work together to find things that are going to solve problems for clients and find things that work and, and think about how do we work together on that. So for the brand manager in 2021 who's ready to roll and sees these opportunities, they want to get involved more in digital, but they can't seem to get the support of the revenue side or even their manager in some cases, what would you suggest to help them make their case? I think the hardest question in radio and the thing that we face the most uh, when working with radio stations is that 10 years ago, it was a question of whether the technology could do what we needed it to do or not. Uh, today, the technology can, and it's relatively inexpensive and it's relatively easy to use. I mean, you've got tools like WordPress websites and, and things like that, that uh, it's easy to make stuff happen. Often the hard part is the human systems behind it. And it's really about getting buy-in from everybody in the building uh, and understanding how this works and, and why they need to be supportive of it. With sales teams, often you have sales teams that have just been selling 60-second commercials or 30-second commercials mm -hmm. for, for decades, and that's what they're used to selling. And so they don't feel comfortable selling digital or figuring out how it, it all works together. And of course, with management, it's really about showing that there's revenue here to do. So I think you've got to get that buy-in. 
I'm a big believer in leaning into your champions. If you have people on your staff who get it, go to them first and make them the case studies. Don't try to bring everybody along at the same time. It's not going to happen. You may have a star on-air personality who's been there for 30 years, but they're not digitally inclined and they're not going to be the first person to do this. Don't try and push a boulder uphill if it's not going to happen. You know, go to uh, whoever gets it, you know, whether it's that on-air personality who knows that they want to be a multimedia personality. And so they're like, yep, I'm in. I want to be on social media. I want to be making videos. I want to be live streaming or this, that, the other thing. Find the salesperson who gets it says, you know what? I understand how podcasting works. I listen to podcasts myself. I know that they can help sell. And so I want our station to be involved with podcasting. You know, find those champions, develop them, make them successful at what they do and make them stars. And when other people in the building see, oh, you know, so-and-so over here is having some pretty good luck with this. What are they doing? And how do I get in on that? I think that's the way to go. We are with one of the best and brightest today. That's Seth Ressler. Hey, somebody you'd like to hear from? We'd love to hear from you. Just email your suggestions to show at brandwithondemand.com. And to get complete show notes, including links to Seth's blogs and some of the Jacobs Media webinars you may have missed but shouldn't, plus Dave's one-minute Martinizing and other cool stuff, just text the word notes on demand. That's one word. Notes on demand to 44222. Coming up, Seth shares some opportunities that may be, in fact, hiding in plain sight. Hey, it's Barbara Bridges, Operations Manager for Midwest Communications in Nashville. Our whole company is on the Music Master platform, and we love it. They're so responsive to any of the needs that you have. It's going to create a log that you absolutely love. Ready to become a Music Master raving fan? Get in touch at musicmaster.com slash sales. Opportunities hidden in plain sight. Plain sight. Brand with On Demand. Hey, Seth, what's the one opportunity that you see for radio stations in this new year of 2021 that they may find, in fact, hiding in plain sight? You know, I'm really bullish on branded content. And here's what I mean. I mean, as so many radio stations have tried to broaden into digital, it's often been hard for the sales team because all of a sudden explaining what podcast downloads are and how those are calculated and how those work and how those should be priced out to a client is difficult. Explaining what search engine optimization is and how that works and going out and trying to sell that, it's difficult. Uh, Branded podcasts are really easy for the sales staff to explain. They can kind of wrap their head around it, get it, explain it to a client, but it also is right in the sweet spot of what radio stations do. And what I mean by branded content is, you know, sit down with a client and maybe you have a client who is a sporting goods store. And when you talk to them, what they really want everybody to know is that they've got uh, experts on their staff who know everything there is to know about hunting or fishing, and they want to get that message across. Well, go back to your staff and say, hey, here's the opportunity. And maybe your afternoon jock is really into hunting. And so they're going to create a five video series or a 12 episode podcast series where the afternoon jock interviews uh, staff members from the sporting goods story, and they create this great podcast series or this great video series that hunters would be really interested in watching or listening to, something like that. And so that's branded content, right? It's content that is going to interest an audience 
but it's compelling content. It's not a, a salesy con piece of content. It's not like a commercial. And I think radio stations are really well positioned to produce this type of content, especially podcasts, because we're great at audio. But I think video, uh, they could do as well. And then they have the means to get this branded content out to the audience, right? Because not only do they have their airwaves that they could spread word about this content with, but they've got their social media presence, their email list, their mobile app, uh, just a number of different ways that they can then get this branded content out, which puts them at an advantage uh, over other branded podcasts or, or branded content production houses. You know, maybe the local video production company, they could create the video series, but they can't get it out there to the mm -hmm. audience. And a radio station can do both. So I love this concept. I love this idea. I think it's right in the sweet spot of what radio stations do. I think the programming department can wrap their heads around it and go, we can be really valuable. We can bring our skill set to the table here. We know how to create something that interests an audience. I think the sales team can sell it because I don't think they have to sit there and go, well, let me explain how search engine optimization works. Like it's it's great. This is the message you want to get across. We're going to create something that's exciting around it and get it out to the audience. And they can go sell it, too. So I think it's just a win for everybody. Our thanks to Seth Ressler. To get show notes, just text Notes On Demand to 44222. That's one word. Notes On Demand to 44222. As always, special thanks to exec producer Cindy Huber. And coming up next, is 2021 the year you're going to try to be syndicated? We talked to the person who wrote the book on it, From Local to National and Six Steps and Countless Secrets to Radio Syndication. We talked with the PD of Z90 and Magic 92.5 in San Diego and the host of Slow Jams, R-Dub. That's a rap tipper. What you should do is write every day. No, really, write a promo every single day. We'll talk about it in one minute, Martin Isaac. It's in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wise.